Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Glad to have you all tune in to Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we, two guys jingling their Christmas bells, (laughs) talk about movies, music, TV, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's PressPlayAR, the letters. (laughs) Uh, On today's show, we'll discuss and review the Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker movie. The Spirit of Christmas, and talk about Christopher Nolan's movie Tenet. We'll wrap it up all in a nice bowl with six degrees of separation and our fact of the week. But first, quick news! Sweet! So we have finished the Mass Singer show. Yeah, we had two episodes in a row. Or not two episodes, we haven't reviewed two episodes so we had the one where uh it was seal and who else uh seal and daughtry the episode before that daughtry was in second place oh um, was that the basketball Adrian player we Barbeau. didn't know no that the basketball player we didn't know it oh, was the thing yes thingamajig Whoops. the thingamajig <laughs> we already yeah uh what'd you think about that Well, that elimination, I really had no idea it would have been Seal. Uh, That caught me off guard completely. Your brother said that it was RuPaul, or he he thought it was... He might have been thinking... I think they might have said thingamajig. It was one of them. Either or, I just wouldn't think... You know, I do follow RuPaul on, on social media, and she is doing her RuPaul drag race in the UK, or that just finished wrapping up. And she's doing a bunch of stuff as well with her U.S. drag race and AJ and the Queen, her new Netflix uh, TV show. And I just didn't think, like, time-wise she would be doing that. But finding out that the Jaguar was... Was Sia was... The, was it the Jaguar or Cougar? Or the Leopard. 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 It was one of those cats. I was surprised, too. I thought it was going to be uh, the guy from Pose. Billy Porter. Billy Porter. Uh, that was my second guess. I have to say, a little problematic, he did kind of gay bait the audience. Let's be honest. I understand what you're trying to say. I really thought nothing I, And I understand he was, he was putting on an act. He didn't want, to, want people to find out who he was, but uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me be honest. And then, in you know, he's... Proposing to Nick Cannon, and then after he unmasks himself, he says, "Thanks for being such a good sport." You know, well, I yeah. found that a little offensive. I I was very indifferent about it, to be honest. Yeah, he has a good voice though, um, but it's it's a little bit of a a needle in that haystack for me. And then the other one was got- uh, Thingamajig, which was I can't remember. Some basketball player. Yeah. So there you go. So then the finale, uh, the Flamingo was eliminated first. Yeah, she came in, I guess, in third. Um, and who was that? It was someone from Cheetah Girls? Yeah, she was uh, a Cheetah Girl. And she's a talk show host or something on the... the she was. She had a nice voice. The talk or something. Oh, Some, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. She had a voice. really Good nice voice. I was really impressed and... And from what Jenny McCarthy and Nicole Scherzinger described her, uh, it kind of made sense that she was Adrian 
Barbo. I think I'm. It's I'm... not Adrian Barbo. <laughs> Adrian Barbo is the actress from Swamp Thing. Yes. The original actress from Swamp Thing, and she is, I believe, in her late seventies. Well, excuse me. That would be Sorry. amazing if Adrian Barbo did the Mass Singer. And then it was the last two, which was the Rottweiler and Fox. the Fox. And the winner was the fox. The fox. So the fox got to go and sit on his throne while they unmasked uh, the Rottweiler. The Rottweiler. And uh, you had a guess at the very last second. I thought it could have been Shia LaBeouf from the very last Clue package, and I'm like, this could be Shia LaBeouf because they they kind of talked about how he um, had to recover from. A bad career and people thought of him in one way and he was trying to reinvent himself um and i thought why not it could be it could be him and you know nobody guessed it was daughtry uh i think people yeah. probably had to a lot of people probably had to get their phones out and look him up to remember who he was <laughs> i wouldn't think a lot of people well is he in anybody's mind like to be like that? Not Who really. Who would have thought? But then again, the fox also blew us away too. Yeah, you were spoiled on the fox, weren't you? Or no. spoiled in quotations. Yeah, I. Uh, Anna Gastar tweeted uh, a picture of Jamie Fox and said, "I loved you on uh, as the fox or something like that." <laughs> and I'm like, really. Now I know. And the clues and people were guessing uh, the celebrity panel. Uh, it was split down the middle. It was either Jamie Foxx or Wayne Brady. Or Wayne Brady. Right. Uh, and it was Wayne Brady. Yeah. that was a, And you were surprised. You thought, it, you thought Jamie Foxx was the whole time. A lot of the clues did add up to, to him. Let me tell you, when he pulled that mask off, I thought it was Ruben Stuttered. <laughs> it looked like him. He had the, the goatee. For a split second. I'm like, two, two American Idol people in a row? Really? But no, good for Wayne Brady. Amazing voice. And season three of The Masked Singer is going to premiere in February right after the Super Bowl. And they're saying they're supposedly saying there's gonna be huge stars, but you know, they're just playing it up. They're yeah. gonna they're probably get Paris Hilton or something. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't doubt it from from the little little teaser that they're advertising. Mm. The next thing we have is uh, Marvel TV has completely folded and turned into officially Marvel Studios, or it's going to be under the umbrella of Marvel Studios. Uh, All the episodes or all the shows that are out now, Jessica Jones, The Runaways, um, which is ending on their third season. Fourth. Or fourth season, they're... Done after this, they're not renewing any of the Netflix uh, shows, Iron Fist. Did, uh, um, what's the ABC show? Did that one come to an end? Uh, which <sighs> ABC? I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, with the guy that died in the first Avengers. He died. Oh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that ended already? No, no. I think they have one last season and that's going to be done as well uh but they're not renewing luke cage or the defenders any of that and i think that's the end for this current type of marvel television until we see 
the new Marvel TV on Disney Plus in two years. It's not going to start for two years? No Marvel television is going to start until 2021. Um, so they must have had like contracts with the networks that they couldn't just move them over to... Um, and I think it just wouldn't fit the narrative of what they were trying to. Oh yeah, to, more more bubblegum Disney stuff because a lot of the Netflix shows were more hardcore R rated. But although I read in an article that mostly in the future they're hard hitting movies or R rated movies such as Deadpool will appear on Hulu instead yeah. of Disney Plus. You said that he's holding that. Um. So, but. The reason why it's taking too long for these uh, shows to come out is because, spoilers, all these stories for these shows like WandaVision. Right. Um, so WandaVision isn't starting for another two years? 2021. 2021. Uh, that's, a, that's a year. We're almost in 2020. Well, yeah, well, a year and a half. Not until June? Some of them, yeah. I don't know exactly which ones, but it's it's due to avoid spoilers. Because so they'll probably bring Vision back in some something, or it's just going to be like well, multiverse craziness. Vision is coming back. It's WandaVision. I know exactly. They'll bring him back in one of the movies, so it won't be like so confusing when they do this show. Yep. So uh, the next thing that we have is Mandalorian update. Mandalorian update. We're well, we're actually an episode behind, or t- maybe two now. I want to say two. I I'm I'm liking it. I'm kind of noticing a pattern where he goes to a planet with with Baby Yoda. They meet eccentric characters. Uh, they become friends, and then he leaves and he goes to another planet. Uh, it's always someone new. Uh, did Mingna die? I can't remember. She. I, I, no, her someone approached her body at, at, the, the, end at the end of the, of the last episode. But the the lady with the crazy hair who who um who fixed the ship, she was interesting. But there's always always like brand new characters, and I'm wondering if it's always just going to be him. And you know, there's a good mystery of of why is Baby Yoda so so important? And they haven't really talked about his his past or. His background at all. It's, it's, I see the formula that's going on over and over again, like you said, uh, and it's stretching out a bit, I guess. Well, there's, uh, well, no, I won't, I won't get into it. Well, we are reviewing Star Wars, but you know, we don't want any, any Star Wars spoilers, just in case you don't want to hear them until the, uh, the review. So, so we'll keep you updated until we catch up with the uh, Mandaloriano. That's the Spanish version of the Mandalorian. Really? Yeah. I thought it was Mandaloriano. Close. Uh, Wonder Woman trailer was released about two weeks ago. Yeah, we forgot to review it in the last. We were waiting so long, and it like premiered. I don't know the next day or later. Like, I don't something know. like that, like three hours later. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. And the only thing I wish was is that American Horror Story 1984 didn't just come out and kind of already do this whole 1980 aesthetic that they are doing in this trailer, you know? I'm so over the 1980s aesthetics. I think it kind of overdid it with Stranger Things. 
Um, and then it was with American Horror Story, like you just said, and mm-hmm. now Wonder Woman. I, I, I'm just over that that it's, whole style. We it's, get it. It's the it's the music that they used to play that, and that synthesis synthesizer yeah. music. Come on. And now it's uh, well. I'm ex- I, The movie looks awesome. Regardless and of that, Christian yeah. Wig looks amazing. She looks so sexy when she comes out in that black dress. So sexy. Gal Gadot looks amazing as well. And Pedro Pascual, uh, who is the Mandalorian, is in that movie as well. Is he the villain? Yep. Mm-hmm. And but, for, well, a villain because so is Christian Wig. Yeah, correct. Okay, I understand. But they didn't show Christian Wig uh, as the cheetah, though, or in the cheetah costume. Although they didn't show it, I did see a mug with her her look as a spoiler I'm not not big of a fan well maybe they'll listen to fans who are saying it's do we still have another year and a half before it comes out I it's I thought just just imagine what you would think it would come out not that okay uh, I I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why uh, they didn't show her in the trailer. Maybe they're gonna re- redo the special effects. And I mean, they just they just started uh, reshooting a bunch of scenes a few or like last month, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe they'll they'll redo it. Cool. We also saw the Tenet or Tenet. I'm sorry. It's a Christopher Nolan's movie. Uh, Christopher Nolan's is a really well-known director in this decade for directing the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, and or in the Interstellar, the the two thousands. He's he's done a lot of a lot of. Um, I think the Dark Knight trilogy ended last decade. Yeah, it's been over ten years. Correct. So it seems like the movie is about espionage or some secret service, but yeah, it CIA only type. happens when you die. I think that it's not necessarily when he when they die. I think that was a test that they gave him. They weren't really like spies that were trying to get him to give up his uh, his coworkers or whatever. It was just a test. They wanted to see if he would. Um, do it so he got into the secret society that way and i don't know if 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 it's like that other movie six underground where they all pretended to die or anything like that um looks like it's going to be like a spy thriller chase yeah with science fiction in it it reminded me a lot of 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 christopher nolan's inception uh where there's time time fluxes going on where stuff happens before it happens and then it happens or something I'm very interested in this movie. Rewind and fast forward type thing? I don't know. Robert Pattinson is in this movie. Kind of ironic for him to be working with a director of one of the most successful Batman franchise, I would say. Didn't he do another uh, Christopher Nolan movie? I'm not sure about it. I mean, he did Inception, which was Matthew McConaughey, and he did Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio and Ellen Page and Michael Caine, who was working with Christopher Nolan's in 
Batman the Dark Knight trilogy, and now in this movie, Tenet. So he's worked in and there movies. And there were a few other actors that I noticed. I can't name them, but uh, I saw them. <laughs> who, <laughs> yeah. was, who was the female lead? Was it a, na- a named actress? I have no idea. Yeah. No mm-hmm. idea. Uh, it releases, <coughs> bless you, July 17, 2020, and Wonder Woman, I want to say it does release sometime in May. Oh, it's the summer, right? This, ne- this upcoming summer. Yes, 2020. 2020. Why do I think that 2020 is two years from now? <laughs> You're stuck the in 2018. The decade is almost over. It's been a fun decade. <laughs> Hasn't it been? Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is our Christmas episode, so hopefully by this time you are listening to us, you are unwrapping your presents, or over at someone else's house with your headphones on that you don't want to deal with. Maybe a brand new Christmas present pair of headphones that you just got listening to us. Couldn't wait to to get 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 them on to listen to Augie and Riz. <laughs> yeah, so we want to talk about our Christmas spirit and... How we grew up with it. Um, growing up for me, the only toy that I really was focused on was Power Rangers. There was a year where there was a Power Ranger set where you press the button on the back and their heads flipped from the head with oh, a yeah. helmet. And then if you flip it and it's them without the helmet. Cool, cool. Yeah. How about you? What were some toys that you uh, were looking forward to as a kid? I wasn't that into Power Rangers. I remember it was sort of my my time. Uh, I kind of uh, like started watching it once it became huge and kind of jumped on the bandwagon and said, "Oh, it would be cool if I got a Power Ranger." But that was the year when it was huge and you couldn't get get them. So I never I never got one. Which isn't a big deal. Uh, it's not a big loss for me. I guess I was more into Ninja Turtles. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had the the van, the Ninja Turtle van. I had. Oh my god! I yes. think I had all four turtles and April O'Neil, and I had a, a crazy pizza guy with a peg pizza leg. Oh man, <laughs> I I had a ton, like a, a ton that I never even saw on the show. I, I guess they were from the comics. And your family celebrated Christmas on Christmas Day or have have Christmas dinner, right? Uh, when I was a kid, they did the uh, the open house thing where, you know, come, come any time during the day, have quiche, have hors d'oeuvres, have, you know, different different foods, different desserts, and hang out type thing. So it wasn't all at one time. It was like we did when we did our open house. and. Oh okay. My brother Nick used to. I don't know. If, I don't know if you went ever went to Nick's. No, no, no. no. Yeah, they moved out before. Okay. Uh, our family we celebrated Christmas or still do the night before, which is on the twenty fourth, and it's called Noche Buena or Good Night. It's the Eve Christmas Eve, and we would do the roast pork, a whole pork. Uh, we would do yuca, congri, um, very Hispanic dishes. And at 12 o'clock on the 25th at night, that's when we opened our presents Mm -hmm. that Santa Claus brought. And then the 25th for us was just recuperation day. Yes. Yay. Jesus is is born. 
Okay, just wake me up during lunchtime type stuff. Uh, but it was all the party and all the festivities was was the night before. Hmm. Um, I remember. Um, I remember. Tr- I guess trying to sleep in. Matt was always the one that was like awake first thing and waking me up. And hey, Richard, come on, let's go, let's go. And just waiting for everyone to get up uh, to open presents uh, on Christmas Day. Or Christmas morning, and then my dad would make a big deal with delaying it, if I remember right. They'd, he'd be like, oh, no, first first, first, I have to have my coffee or something like that. And driving <laughs> he us would torture insane. you guys. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch any Christmas movies yearly, like a tradition? Or what were some Christmas movies that, did you, that you did, I'm sorry, watch growing up? Uh, when I was a kid, I always watched uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Um, even when it wasn't mm-hmm. Christmas mm-hmm. and, uh, what other Christmas movies recently? My mom has started like putting on, um, it's a wonderful life, which I, I honestly, you know, I've heard of, I never really saw until like my adult life, um, which it has some pretty adult themes The the guy wants to kill himself, you know? So, oh my God. You've never seen it? Sorry. Now that you mentioned it, it sounds familiar. I did a poll on social media about what is everyone's number one Christmas uh, movie. And the number one answer was Home Alone. Uh, okay. <laughs> no? <laughs> um, no. No. What, what's a, my favorite Christmas movie? For me, I would say I, uh, a Christmas. I would watch a lot of those Disney shorts, those Christmas shorts. Yeah. I started watching a few of them the other night on and Disney. Disney Plus. Plus. And also I would watch The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Um Basically, yeah, those those Disney Christmas shorts I would watch. Not really a movie. And I wouldn't think for me it Home Alone would be a Christmas movie. I don't think I've ever saw it the whole way through growing up. I used to love that movie, but it has not held up, you know, as I'm an adult. It no. Has, it hasn't held up, no. I, I, I couldn't sit through it again. It's, it's, uh, it's corny, I guess. It's corny. I'm sorry. It's okay. But my favorite Christmas story is, in general, A Christmas Carol. I've probably seen it. A Christmas Carol, that's the one with Scrooge, right? Yes. I've probably seen it, you know, a hundred times in a hundred different iterations. Like, you know, just generally on TV shows, they always have their, or they used to always have their Christmas episode where they would do that. The other night we were watching that. a Muppet Christmas Carol. We, yeah, we started was, watching a Muppet Christmas Carol. It was really nice. Yeah. It's cute. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and hang our Christmas stockings. And then my favorite Christmas song. (laughs) Okay, hold on. I thought we were talking about Christmas songs as well. I thought we were done with this segment, but I guess not. A Little Drummer Boy. Oh my God, I was at the store today with my mom and they had a rap version of that. Yeah. (laughs) It said something like... I'd be up in that bitch. Oh my god! Or something like that. I was clutching my pearls. <laughs> I was like, "Lord have mercy!" But but actually, the thing that that um, when I was a kid that got me liking that song, I think the Animaniacs did it. 
Look look up on YouTube Animaniacs Little Drummer Boy. It's 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 really good. I would say for me my favorite Christmas song would be Sleigh Ride. I would play the shit out of that, the one by the Carpenters. Just hear those sleigh oh, bells okay, ringling, okay. ting ting tingling too. And then Brenda Lee does her her version, uh, which is from the Home Alone soundtrack. And what's the rap version? <laughs> that one is just hear them Cadillac rolling, <laughs> dropping that beat or whatever. Um, my new rap album comes out next year. Anyways. It um, drops in May. <laughs> uh, that one and uh, 12 Days of Christmas, because um, I like... 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, on the, the first day of Christmas. I like merry-go-round songs or songs that you have to yeah. mem- memorize shit like that. Yeah. Row, know. row, row your boat type thing. Yeah. Or, or no, what's that called when you talk? It's it's, it's kind of like Hot Knife by Fiona Apple. It's merry-go-round. Is that merry-go-round? Yeah. Okay. I want to say it is. I like it. Sweet. Are we done with Christmas? Um, My favorite Christmas outfit. Is the <laughs> oh, <no>. ugly sweater. <laughs> by the way, now that you mentioned it, mm-hmm. I won... Two years in a row, ugly sweater competition, and I got first place, and you, Riz, got most creative in your work, uh, pajamas. Pajamas, yeah. Uh, And there were actually three prizes, and I was told that uh, I should have gotten all three. I'm just saying. They literally, as they started, Richard should just get all three. (laughs) But after I got the first one, they made me sit down and let other people, you know... Get a prize or whatever, whatever. <laughs> you can sit down now. <laughs> yeah. Th- they literally said that. <laughs> um, but I got, yeah, I got the most creative, which was the first prize. Uh, and then there was cutest and funniest, which I should have gotten. I basically wore my Star Wars pajamas. Your my storm My Stormtrooper. And I added a, a Santa's hat and um, and tinkling, twinkling. Uh, Christmas light necklace. Light necklace. And I, and I held a... <laughs> A candy cane as a as a lightsaber, which is super creative. Not Thank you. Being sarcastic. So and that I, day we brought prizes home. I won a plastic trophy, and you got a gift card. No, I got cash. And you got hard cash, <laughs> and I got a plastic trophy. But I am displaying that plastic trophy proudly no one in my mess with you. cubicle. You are a reigning champion for a year, so next year you got to defend your title. I doubt they'll do the pajama thing next year, but we'll see. They should do the ugly sweater. At my job, everyone bought pre-made ugly sweaters, and all of them were, like, cute ugly sweaters. And my boss said, do these people understand the concept of ugly sweater um, competition? If you guys want to see the ugly sweater, uh, just hit up on Instagram at PressPlayAR, and I will post that on the feed so you can check out my winning um, sweater. And you can check out my pajamas as well. Awesome. You took a picture of that, right? Uh, I took a video, I think. We can take a still from the video. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So can we hang our stockings now? And my favorite... <laughs> My favorite Christmas dish. What's your favorite Christmas dish? Uh, my mom always made quiche when I was a kid. 
Oh, really? <laughs> she always did an amazing job. You know, she would have sausage and bacon. You know, I love quiche. I love quiche, too, but I like my Spanish tortilla better. Yeah. I'm. You know, people really like the Spanish tortilla. And it's it's we, good. It's quiche. It's literally quiche. I don't know if we have a Christmas... I mean, Christmas dinner dish, I guess. The, the whole roasted pork... Oh my god, with the crispiness. Have you ever yeah, you've you've been in in parties where they have roasted pork. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And then that skin that's like nice and burned from like, the pig. And it's like we're having a pig at my uncle's know, on I Christmas Eve. Wait, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it is. Mm. Alright, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> now we can move on. Oh now we're gonna take a quick break. To hang our Christmas stockings. <laughs> to hang our Christmas stockings. What's your favorite Christmas candy? Chocolate. Uh, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Just chocolate, cho- dark chocolate in general. I remember these uh, like chocolate-shaped bells. Sh- bell-shaped chocolate. <laughs> Is that right? Did I get Bell that backwards? chocolate. And they would have like a layer. The, the, uh, the bottom would be like a uh, mint. Well, and that that's what got me obsessed with chocolate mint. You know what dessert you should do? Know what? Dessert that involves the chocolate with the maraschino cherries inside. Oh, you mean the actual cordials? Yes. I haven't thought of that. Or maybe I could figure out a way to do a gigantic cordial. Or do like some sort of trifle. Or a cordial cake. Or that. Oh, my wheels are turning. My wheels are turning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, um, what's your favorite? No. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for a break. I, I actually do have to use the restroom, so I will be or will be right back with our review. Finally, Star Wars, um, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> so we are back, and we are going to review Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Uh, just to let you guys know, this review and breakdown is filled with spoilers. So if you have not watched a movie yet, fast forward this. Go see Star Wars if you haven't watched it. Come on, it's been out for four days. What's taking so long? And come back and listen to our review of the movie. Yes. Uh, the movie was released December 20th, 2019. Why the hell did I put 2010? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, the cast includes Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac, Naomi Aki, Anthony Daniels, Lupita Nyong'o, and Kelly Marie Tran. Carrie Russell was in there as well. Wow, that's our dogs. Okay. Are you guys good? Go get your toy. Go. Are you guys good? Okay. Uh, The director is J.J. Abrams, and the synopsis is the surviving resistant faces the First Order once more in the final chapter of the Skywalker saga. So, this is the final chapter of the Skywalker saga. I want you guys to hold on to that. Yeah, we'll see if it's the final final chapter. I want to mention the final chapter of the saga at the end of this review. Going in t- to this movie, 
what were your expectations? What were you looking for? What type of closure? Don't go into what you saw. Okay. Go into what was your expectations first or what type of of story you wanted to find and and see for yourself. I was expecting to find out uh the true uh history of of Ray. Um, because like I think I said before, uh, I didn't believe uh, Ren, Kylo Ren, when he told her that, you know, her parents were just, you know, junkyard people who, who sold her for for money or whatever. I didn't believe that. Um, and maybe she believed it at the time as well. I don't know. Uh, but there was, well, my other expectation, I uh, wanted to see how the relationships would would pan out, I guess, uh, in kind of like Harry Potter, you know, who's going to end up with each other type thing. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see um, how they were going to handle uh, Carrie Fisher. And I know there were a lot of uh, scenes that they shot for The Last Jedi that they held back to to put in this one. Um, and what about you? Going into... Watching this movie, the things that I was expecting the most was um, Ray's family lineages and how that really turns out. Excuse me. My, what's the word? My fan theory was that Ray was going to turn into the dark side. And then she will be the evil person for future Star Wars, since that mm. has nothing to do with Skywalker, nothing to do with that type of, of family royalty. They, they certainly hinted at that in the trailer. <clears throat> Excuse me. Other thing I wanted to find uh, closure, I guess, was John Boyega or Finn and Rose's romance. Uh, at the end of The Last Jedi, uh, they... Rose goes on this huge mission for Finn, and they... Or with Finn. Or with Finn, I'm sorry. And there was a connection. And there was a really strong connection where Rose kisses Finn at the end. So I was really hoping for that. Another thing that I was uh, hoping for was the gay romance or possible gay uh, love interest with possible Poe. Media has been hinting that he could be uh, LGBT or something like that. And even Oscar Isaac said himself that he is open for his character to be uh, LGBT if if it occurs. They were certainly uh, they were certainly hinting at that. Uh, at least in the media, they weren't saying either way in the first two, and they're like, "Oh, well, maybe." Mm-hmm. Um. So let's get into the movie then. How does it start? Uh, the s- movie starts off with um, well, Kylo Ren in like some forest killing a bunch of people. Yeah, he uh, the what do you call the the introduction at the beginning? The words flying through the air. Yes, uh, I forget, there's a scroll scroll or whatever uh, said that a mysterious voice was coming. That it, it was General Snook. And uh, the dark side and the light side were trying to find where the uh, where the signal was coming from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 
it opens with Kylo Ren in this forest finding, I think, this triangle thing to go to this place. To this place. And at the same time, you have uh, Ray at some fort, you know, training with General Leia Organa. And you have Poe and Finn with the sidekicks out trying to get some sort of spy recording. The um, droids and Chewie, you mean? Yeah. The sidekicks? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they were trying to get some information from a spy about where that that triangle tracker can be. Right. And uh, that's where, where the beginning of the story is. Those, those three main stories are happening at the same time. Uh, they go back to... To the base. Yeah. And they kind of barely escape, but they made it, yay, with their Millennium Falcon kind of fucked up. And they have a little scuffle, the three of them, because Poe believes that Ray should have been with them and not here meditating in the base or training or doing bloodily blah, blah, blah. And I have to add the uh, the little the little argument that... Poe and Ray had it reminded me a lot of uh, of Princess Leia and Han Solo in the original movies. They're they're kind of love hate type thing, and mm-hmm. I thought that they they were gonna end up going that way uh, with the romance romantic part for a minute. Yeah. Um. But we'll get to that. Uh, it it cuts to Kylo Ren on this planet that he tracked down. The signal, and he goes into I don't know this elevator, this rock moving down, and he goes up to this dark figure, and who is it? I thought it was going to be uh, Darth Vader. For some reason, again, don't I've never fully seen any of the first trilogy. Yeah, we still haven't rectified that yet. So <laughs> we will. <laughs> So um, that's who I thought it was going to be like a DNA Frankenstein-ish hmm. Vader, but it turned out to be uh, General Palpatine. Uh, the the how would you say it? The Sith Lord who kind of got uh, Anakin Skywalker into the dark side, basically. And he was killed by Anakin Skywalker in Return of the Jedi, or so we thought. But he said that the power that he got from from the Siths allowed him a long life or, or able to come back from the dead or something like that. Uh, they didn't really get into that, but no. it, it was a surprise because it was it was the actor that originally played him as well. So that was pretty cool. The voices that Kylo Ren was hearing turned out to be uh, Mr. Palpatine. Yeah, he, Vader, they sent Snook. So this is where we come to the first uh, issue that I have. Okay. So does that mean that Snook is absolutely erased that all this time it was Palpatine's. Yep. Yeah. So, so I think, I I think JJ Abrams original plan, uh, was for Snook to be the main villain for the three movies, but rain Johnson Johnson 
had free reign over the second movie and he mm-hmm. killed killed him off. He had Kylo Ren kill Snook off. Uh, and I think, if I remember correctly, he disintegrated. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So J.J. Abrams had to come up with something and he decided to bring Palpatine back, which I think is pretty cool uh, that he was kind of the mastermind throughout the entire nine movies. I, you know, I like it as a Star Wars fan. Hmm. As someone who isn't a Star Wars fan or never seen the originals, I was kind of really disappointed in that part. Sorry, well, it's okay. You know. So he tells Kylo Ren, hi, um, look at all my stuff. I've been saving for all this time, all these ships. And it was like loads and loads and loads of like Death Destroyer ships for him to take. So Palpatine's plan was revealed in that confrontation between him and Kylo Ren, where Palpatine wanted Kylo... I'm, I'm sorry. Palpatine wanted Rey to, to join join him. Or, yeah, I... I like a capture. You're kidnap. right. I, I think it was kill, and and he might, may have been manipulating uh, uh, Kylo Ren, uh, thinking that Kylo Ren wouldn't kill kill her. I don't know, but, you know, moving on, uh, they go on a mission to try to, the main, the, the, the main three go on a mission to try to, um, to find out where the other triangle thing is, I guess. Uh, they get like this message that C-3PO gets, or they find the dagger, or that's their mission was to find the dagger. They, yeah, they, they find, uh... Oh my goodness! A lot went on in this movie <laughs> yeah. that that kind of didn't. They go and their mission is to go find the dagger. I don't know how they figure out that they need the dagger because I can't think about that right yeah, now. Yeah, or how they found it. Um, but this is where the next issue we have is, or I have. Um, Finn is getting ready to go on this mission with. Uh, Poe and Ray and C-3PO and everybody else. And he reaches out to Kelly Marie Tran's character, Rose. And Finn tells her, hey, one last shot. You're in or you're out. And she says, meh, I'm going to stay here and help out. I'm going to stick this movie out, basically. (laughs) And basically she was just pushed completely to the back. She was jar jar she was Jar Jar, literally, and that sucks because she's she's an awesome character, and I and I really enjoyed her in the second movie. I really did too. She had a f- huge part in the first and second part. She wasn't in the first movie. She was introduced in the second one in uh, number eight. Oh, um, yeah, I loved her uh, in the movie, and I thought that her move her story arc was con- con- going to continue and close with Finn because that's. Where it got, it led me to believe in the second movie. Um, Apparently, uh, that relationship might not have been popular with the fans. I'm guessing. Bullshit. I'm guessing. Fucking shit. Bullshit. I'm not. uh, That's stupid because everyone, people are fucking mean and it doesn't. Their opinion shouldn't matter the story that you are trying to portray. No, I agree. The. 
And um, because it's the fans' fault or the fans are upset, well, boo-hoo, raise I, no. money and make your own Star Wars I movie. I agree. I would have liked to have seen what they, they, they were originally planning with her. Um, but fans are are Assholes. awful. The the actor that played Jar Jar Binks said that he almost committed suicide because of the fans. The poor kid that played they originally played Anakin. Young Anakin had to go through intense therapy. He was bullied in school. Like, come on. It's it's not it's not the actor's fault if you don't like the character. And why don't you just wait? Wait. I felt I honestly felt bad for Jar Jar in the second movie he had one Line. It was kind of funny. <laughs> he, had, he had one line. So then this whole arc of this relationship of possible Finn and Rose depletes. There's yeah, a scene nothing. where Finn... Oh, because they have to go... In order to find that dagger, they have to go to that ship to that the was planet. abandoned. And they end up getting chased and in quicksand, right? Correct. And as they're going down, Finn's like, Ray, Ray, I never told you. But then he sucked under and we're led what to does believe. that led us to believe that he has a crush on, on Ray? He's in love with Ray and he wanted, he never was able to tell her that he loved her. Okay, correct. Hold that thought, guys. Let's continue the movie. Okay, well, uh, we can at least uh, say at this point, I'm thinking, okay, so that's the way that they're going. You know, I saw the the love hate chemistry between Ray and Poe. I thought, okay, they're gonna do that, and now I'm thinking, oh well, Finn's gonna confess his love. That's why they're pushing Rose out of the way. Which for me, as a viewer, left me more answer more questions than answers. Like, what happened with Finn and Rose? Why is that Agreed. story not closing? Agreed. Even if they decided not to go through that route they didn't make any closure to it um then they find the knife and then the knife uh it has some inscription that is in sith language and c3po cannot um cannot decipher it because out of his trillions and trillions of languages the sith language is um Forbidden. It's forbidden, that's Basically, the word. It's, it's part of his programming that he can't translate Sith. Yeah, so they're like, crap, what are we going to do? So throughout that whole scruffle, uh, you see Chew, that... Chewie grabs the, the knife, and puts it, the way. Yeah, puts it in his bag, and he leaves out because uh, Ray is being called by Kylo Ren mentally. And that's where you see that famous scene in the trailer where one of the, I think, a TIE fighter. It's such a cool scene. It's been done a million times, but it's so cool. Uh, I loved it. Is like racing at her and she she does that little backflip and, and kills him and blah, or blah, blah, not blah. doesn't kill him. She she, she cuts the wings because yeah, Kylo Ren was in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Kylo Ren, yeah. So they captured Chewie. Uh, the ship comes. Uh, one of the the First Order ships come in. Uh, and as it's, you know, Finn runs out, he's like, Ray, Ray, Chewie is in that ship. So she starts to use the force to drag the ship down. But then, uh, Kylo Ren at the same time starts pushing it up. And it's, it's this battle of, of power right there with their, uh, X-Men powers. You I know? thought the same thing. And she, as she's pulling it up, she, she goes through this rage and she... 
she apparently discovers that she has electro power and she electrocutes the ship and tears it apart and it falls to the ground and explodes, killing Chewie. What? That was pretty. That was a pretty sad they, scene. They killed Chewie? What? Mm-hmm. So they have no other choice but to leave because uh, they need to decipher this knife before before the First Order gets to them. Um, and they go to uh, a planet. I forget the name of the planet, but it was Poe's, uh, one of Poe's that he used to work at. And he didn't want to go there because he, uh, he has a history there. So when he says that, I'm thinking, yay, they're going to talk about his love life, possible, maybe gay. That's what we've been hinting since the very beginning when we thought that it was going to be Foe of Finn and Poe together, and they're like, no, that's too much. Yeah, Interracial and gay? <laughs> I knew that was never Blasphemy. Anyways, um, and it turned out to be a freaking female played by Carrie Russell. So there's two issues here that we didn't like. One... Carrie Russell's wearing a mask the whole time, the almost the whole, whole time. Entire it's like, why time. is she there? And I it swear could've... I saw her in the trailer without the entire headgear. And she just took her like the eye or the face the part off for a second. The visor. She took it off, and that's it. It could have been anybody. So then Carrie Russell's character was the key to meet up with this really small little creature. He was so cute. He was super funny. Um, He's up there with Baby Yoda for me. Very cute. (laughs) Uh, To decipher this, so in order for them to decipher this code, um, C-3PO can do it, but it's access denied. The little creature can can have that access granted, but by doing so, would have to wipe out C-3PO's memory completely. Um, And that was a sacrifice they did. And that's uh, when he uh, C three C three PO said the the C, the the line from the trailer, which I just need to look at my friends one last time. That was sweet. Yeah, I, I was. was I cried sweet. a lot in this movie. It, I literally cried for the last hour of this movie, just tears rolling down my face because I knew it was like the end of an era, and just knowing that you know it? Carrie Fisher, <laughs> Carrie Fisher passed away, you know it was emotional. And really the first, I mean, not the first one, the second one was emotional because, you know, for the same reason. So they find out the the secret decipher that tells them where to go to the next place. Right. And um, they're like, yay, oh my God, you're wonderful, we can leave. But Carrie, uh, Carrie Russell's character has like this little coin that tells that Poe tell that she tells Poe, I'm sorry, hey, this coin will give me access to leave the planet anywhere. Like there's no question to ask. It's like a free pass, pass go, collect two hundred dollars. It's just like that. Right. Uh but then in the meantime, uh the um the order, it's the order, right? The first order. The first order, uh Ron Weasley's brother and another higher upper guy are talking and he's like, yeah, they destroyed one of the transport ships, but we have a prisoner. There was a second transport ship. And I'm like, yay, the door opened and Chewie. It's Chewie. Yay. So they did not kill Chewie off, even though rest in peace, uh, Peter, I I forget his last name, but he passed away as well this past year. Yeah. And by that, that 
tells us that he's alive and Ray gets a Jedi feeling or a feeling, excuse me, that Chewie is on the ship. So they're like, hey, we can't leave the planet completely. We got to go to this ship because that's where Chewie is. And then Carrie Russell tells Poe, why don't you take the, the coin? That'll give you access to anywhere so you can go up there and save your friend. Right. Uh, and he he asked her if uh, if she wanted to come with him. And she said, no, I, I have stuff to do here. And then the big reveal uh, can't I can't I get a kiss? Which to establish that go. he was a he heterosexual. heterosexual. Thank you. So what? And pisses, I, and, I, and I said they could have easily had that character be a dude, not had them kiss, not a big deal, but just had him be a dude. They could have done the same line. Can I get a kiss? And the dude could have said no. Yeah, and that's because that's what Carrie Russell said. Carrie Russell's deal. character has no huge impact in this movie. Yeah, that could have been anybody. That couldn't. That could have been like, not even a love interest. It could have been like a friend, yeah. a, 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 a person in an alley in wherever they are. But they want to cement to everybody that Poe is straight. Mm, so they had go. to Im- implement that, and that's what. Pissed me the fuck off (laughs) because it got my hopes up so high to see like a lead actor or lead character in Star Wars. For me, you know, I don't watch these movies for for gay storylines. Come on. I'm a I'm a dork. I don't need it. But it would be nice. I'm not going to lie. It would be nice. It would be nice. And 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 the years that they've hinted that, you know, exactly. it, oh, it was very disappointing. Wait, I was going to say something. It was really disappointed uh, with that stuff. And for me, I honestly wasn't... I didn't have my hopes that high that it, that, that was going to be the case. I would have loved it. And my hopes were there because um, I didn't read any spoilers. And I thought that maybe, but um, I think I said in a previous podcast, it'll probably just be a... like. If it's anything, it's going to be a background character. Um, yeah. Mind you, I want to point out before we continue with the story, the triangle thing that they're trying to locate will will take them to the hub of the First Order, and two of them were made. So at this time, Kylo Ren has one that took them to the beginning of the movie to meet uh, Palpatine, Palpatine, and Ray is looking for the second one. So at this point, they are headed to this planet uh, where they realize that the Falcon gear is is broken, and they land into like this field where they meet uh, the black girl and her crew. Before that, I think they they have uh, Kylo Ren and Ray have a confrontation through, through their minds. Uh, I think this is the point where he reveals her true lineage, or that was the point. Okay. Where he's like... She was in his chamber quarters up in the ship while he was down in the city where Carrie Russell is at trying to look for her. And he senses her. You're right. Because in the movie, he's like, I sense her. She's near, but he has no idea that she's up there. They could only get into each other's mind. Right. Uh, And he finally does reveal uh, that, you know, well, I, you know, at, at the time I thought they that it was true that you were just a junkyard, whatever, but you're actually um, the granddaughter of General Palpatine. She is a Palpatine. 
And we get that closure from that story that she's not a Skywalker that a lot of people thought. Which that. I was fine with. I was fine with that entire twist. Me too. Uh, I was okay with it. I, I and I liked that that she what A wasn't a Skywalker and, and B wasn't destined for Jedi ness. She was probably destined with this power to be evil. And her parents sent her away so she couldn't have her her grandfather influence her. And she did tell Poe, or Finn, I'm sorry, that she did had a vision where she saw herself sitting in the throne of the First Order. With him. With, by his side. Yeah. and Interesting. It, it was a, a eye-opener for her because you can tell during that those moments of the film, she was kind of having second doubt of what she, what she was doing and what was her actual intentions or goals. Right. Um, so then that's when they, they end up on that planet, uh, um, with, with the black girl, a possible love interest for Finn. I saw her. I'm like, why are they introducing this girl? So exactly. So I, uh, at that moment, at that moment, <laughs> uh, I say that a lot at that moment, she shows up and she tells the, the trio, look, guys, we're just, uh, ex stormtroopers that we saw that what they were doing to people was wrong. And Mm -hmm. Finn's like, oh my God, I had the same feeling. Mm -hmm. It was a feeling that I had that made me not continue with becoming a stormtrooper. And this is where I'm at, you know? Yeah. And all this time, like they're hinting at all this stuff with, with Ray that he can feel her. He can feel her emotions. He can, like he knows where she's at. So they have there's there's a connection between them, but they don't reveal what it is or his so-called secret that he couldn't tell her while they're sinking down the quicksand. So I I that moment I'm thinking that okay, there's a possible love interest with uh Finn and this woman because they both come from the same background and they look at each other kind of funny because mm-hmm. you know they they have things in common. So from that moment on, Finn and her uh stick together, which well, I think it would have been fine with Kelly Marie Tran's character all along. She could have stayed as she said, you mm-hmm. know, hey, I'm staying with with General Leia and then just meet up with him at this moment. That could have been her her continuation. Right. This uh, go on, I'm sorry. Uh it's not that they stuck together. They they all kind of uh stayed together. Uh they were trying to get to um an abandoned where, ship. No, where Palpatine was basically. Yeah, but remember she had to cross the sea to get, I'm, I'm getting to that, oh, okay. and the sea was too was too choppy or whatever. They but had that's to, not where Palpatine is. I thought it was. No, that's was where the they ship? were trying to get the triangle. Oh, I'm sorry. That's where she was trying to get the triangle. Excuse me, uh, across the sea, and they it was too choppy. They would have to wait until the next morning. Uh, and she took a a skimmer, is what they called it, a boat yeah. by herself. Um, She's like, I'm selling these open waters. I need to get to the bottom of this because I ain't got too much time. Ain't and, nobody got time for this. And Finn went went after her when he realized she was gone. Uh, I forget what separated them or if they ever like got together on that rock. I think I think the black girl was with her on the was ship with him. Yeah, yeah. They took a skimmer with her. And then he just couldn't get to Ray because then Kylo Ren showed up. Right. They got this huge lightsaber scene where they were 
jumping and jumping. And he crushes the other triangle. Exactly. And then she stabs uh, Kylo Ren. They get into like this huge fight. Uh, before, before she stabs him, uh, I think before she stabs him, that's when uh, basically Leia... Um, goes off and she's like, "I'm this. I have to do something. This is going to take all my strength." Type thing to to kind of get him at a level where um, he won't kill her, I guess. And I think that distracts him enough or something. And she decides to use the force to heal him. But that's after she stabs him. Yeah, yeah. And she uses her force to... To heal him. To he, heal kinda, him. he doesn't die, but he, she heals him. And then that's when R- R- Kylo tells Rey, like, I wanted you this whole time on my throne with me by my side. And she's like, I did too. I just wanted it to do it with Ben. So now Rey loved Kylo Ren or Ben all this time? When was this going to be? There like? there was a look. There was a look in the first movie. I, I picked up on it in the first movie where he took his mask off and she had a look. Um, and I'm like, I really hope they don't go that direction. But that's what they decided to do. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying there was a look in the first movie. So Leia's Leia sacrifices dies. herself, yeah. uses the last remaining... Uh, ounces of the force that she has with whatever force that Ray has from her Palpatinian self uh, to snap Kylo Ren out and bring back Ben. Um, Ray goes off and Ben is confronted by the spirit of uh, Han Solo. Uh, big surprise cameo. I didn't know Harrison Ford was, was going to be back. Uh, for me, that was a big surprise. <laughs> Uh, and it's an emotional scene. I can't remember a lot that was said, and I was just sitting there surprised and crying. <laughs> I think it was a lot of stuff like, I know he said there's something that I want to do, but I'm afraid of doing it because of the consequences. And uh, Han Solo says that whatever he does, that he's doing the right thing. Yeah, or you don't have to, you can be Ben again. You don't, like... You can always come back from the dark side, I guess. Um, so at that point, uh, uh, Kylo Ren's basically redeemed, I guess. I, I think he did too much to be redeemed in Ray general. takes and steals his his little TIE fighter and leaves, and she realizes that the, the triangle, the second one, was in the ship where Kylo Ren uh, came in. And with that, she heads over to to where Palpatine is. And when she gets there, uh, she's confronted with the throne, and there is a huge crowd of evildoers. Siths. Or Siths. Uh, looking at her and screaming and blah, 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 blah. And then in comes General Palpatine. Yeah, in that t- in the in the same time, uh, Finn and Poe and everyone go back to, uh, go back to um, the base, the base wherever whatever planet that is, and uh, the the main general who killed Ron Weasley's brother 
um, I guess got a little possessed by Palpatine. He possessed him or something, mm-hmm. and he started. We'll show. We'll show them our power, and he started blowing up uh, planets. Yeah, which is a throwback to the original Star Wars. Um, and they decide, you know, we can either wait for them to come blow us up, or or allow them to basically take take over, or we can fight now as civilians. As and we never even mentioned Lando Calrissian. No, but he's there. He's there. Yep. He uh, appears in this movie, and they all get recruits to go to where Ray's at. I guess Ray is putting off a signal where they can track her, and uh, Poe and Finn and just a couple of of civilians or resistance shows up first because uh, they tell Lando to go look for more people, but they weren't sure if they were going to come. Uh, so Ray gets confronted by Palpatine, and Palpatine tells Ray, "Hey, uh, you're my granddaughter, and this is your throne, and you have to sit here uh, with your power. We can like really rule this, and look at all this awesome evil stuff that you have that is in the palm of your hands." And she's like, "Bro, I don't know if I want this in reality." And Kylo Ren shows up, and he's fighting off to the side. Well, Palpatine doesn't want to rule with her. He wants he wants her to kill him because if if she kills him, all the this huge power of all the Siths will will pass on to her. Uh, okay, <laughs> and she becomes a Sith, and that's exactly what I thought the movie was how it's going to end. All right. That all the Skywalkers will be dead. That's it. This is the end of the Sky- the Skywalker saga, and then. She will become the evildoer for the next decade of Star Wars. And I was even expecting even Foe and Pin, uh, Pin Foe, Poe, and Finn to die. Like it would be. Foe like, and Pin. That would have been really upsetting. I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> like, like they, like it was like, Clean scratch from scratch. Everyone dies, and she's like the the carrier from this saga to the new. And she's like, uh, no. Before that, she goes to find, uh, she goes, oh, she goes to the ship to where Luke Skywalker went to hide. And oh, that's then right. that's where she finds she the triangle. Burning, burning her shit, and she's like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do this anymore. This is too much. I have a lot on my plate. You know, I'm only like 19 years old. Yeah. So she throws her lightsaber uh, in the fire and it gets kicked back out by the spirit of Luke Skywalker, which I kind of knew he was going to be in it. Um, that guy. I forget his name. Uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Uh, and they had a conversation about, you know, yeah, we knew, we basically knew that you were Palpatine's granddaughter both Leia and I and we didn't care we trained you anyways we saw the goodness in you we know that you can be good and mm-hmm. I thought it was a beautiful scene and then she, he shows her where Leia's lightsaber is so now she has two actually that's not Luke's lightsaber that wasn't that's Darth Vader's lightsaber because Luke Skywalker's lightsaber is yellow. He used a yellow lightsaber when he was going to kill Kylo Ren. And in the flashback where they show young Luke and young Leia, 
there is a yellow light. He uses a yellow lightsaber. So it's actually Anakin's lightsaber and Leia's lightsaber. Okay. So Luke had a completely different lightsaber? His own is yellow. But he's used his father's in in his other movies. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So she. So back to the planet where so, yeah. <laughs> she's deciding whether will I go to the dark side? Will I not go to the dark side? Um, and uh, Ren comes down that elevator thing. Uh, is fighting like these dark four horsemen looking guys uh, and he's losing. But then he does his little mind connection with Ray and he tells Ray, like, give me the lightsaber. So. She kind of transfers it to him in in the mind. Yeah, there's this whole physical... They can transfer... I, I, I'm not going to get into that. They can transfer, like, physical objects to each other through their minds, I guess. Which, no. No. No Star Wars. I'm sorry. No. Let's, let's leave that in the past. It whatever remind, the hell that was. It reminded me of the show Sense8. Oh, Yeah. Were they able to do physical stuff? Yeah, like the connection that people had, like I would be in Paris. So you, if I would want to talk to you, you can see where I'm at. And then I can see where you're at in, let's say, San Francisco. So the show would do it like that. It would be like the but, sa- two takes, but one take would be in San Francisco. The right. other take would be... In the other part of the world. But could they transfer physical objects to one another? That I'm not sure, but that whole oh, okay. going back oh, yeah. and forth I watched scene, the, uh, the first episode. I saw it. That I was, saw. It reminded me of that. So then she gives him the lightsaber to finish killing off the four horsemen. And he reaches where she's at. And she's like, uh, no, I'm not going to be uh, a Sith Empress. And Kylo Ren tries to fight Palpatine and she, and I'm sorry, Palpatine pushes him into like this crevice place. Well, he, first I think he electrocutes both of them or something like that. Yeah. And then he gets up and then he pushes him down, down the elevator shaft, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, after that, from there on, I think that that's it. Skywalker saga is dead because he's the last remaining Skywalker. Yep. Um, then she's like, another thing, Palpatine was sucking like the power out of both of them. Right. He regenerated. He did that whole lightning bolt into the sky. Voldemort type thing. That was like showing you like this guy was a powerful mofo. Mm -hmm. And then he got beat by two lightsabers. Cause what, did was she using two lightsabers? I can't. She, I can't even remember the scene. She Palpatine goes like that with his electricity, his electricity hand, and she blocks it with one lightsaber. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the fact that he got beat by two lightsabers. He got beat by the force of the force. And like then, the entire, she had the entire force behind her. You know, it's it's this whole for the good versus evil type thing. Maybe. So she was able to hopefully kill him once and for all. We'll see in another 40 years if he turns up again. And then it she uses all her might to kill Palpatine. Palpatine dies and 
she dies because she used all her strength to to defeat him. And you think the movie ends there, but it doesn't. Uh, Kylo Ren emerges from the crevices and uses his force to bring Rey back to life. And they do a very cliche Romeo and Juliet formula there where then she comes back to life and he dies because he uses his remaining uh, thing. And before he dies, they kiss. Uh, and before he dies, I'm like, they kiss. really? And she's like, she she did want to, well, you said it. She did want to be with him, I, but she I, wanted to be with Ben. I, uh, that's, and then I'm, I'm like, where is this coming from? It was rushed. Other than that look, there was like nothing. Where the hell this. is this freaking thing coming from? And that's, that's kind of what you get when you get, when you have, you know, different, different directors, different movie runners. There should have been one person telling what should have been going on in that second movie. You know what I mean? They shouldn't. uh, I love Rain Johnson. Amazing, amazing director. And I really like The Last Jedi, but he didn't, he didn't know where J.J. Abrams wanted to go. And that's obvious. That's obvious. I, I, I don't have anything else to say about that other than, uh, they, they, there were, there was a huge um, air fight scene where Greg Gr- Greg Grunberg died. Greg Grunberg is in every J.J. Abrams movie or show in some way, and he dies. Uh, and it looks like all hope is lost, but then Lando comes with, uh, you know, a huge army of ships, and they win that fight as well. And, yeah, after Palpatine dies, that since he is, like, I guess the the head resources of of the communication and power to 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 the Sith is grid everything just stops working for them and just in time like you said Lando comes in with his um fleet and a bunch of freaking fighters and mop the whole place mm-hmm. long story long you see Ray where the story picks up in the beginning of the Star Wars saga where Luke is from. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it. Um, Palpatine? No, Atuker, I think it's called. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Palpatine is the person. Oh. And she puts both lightsabers that she used into a nice little cloth and she buries it in the sand. She is confronted with a woman, and she's like, damn, girl, haven't seen a person here in forever. Who the hell are you? And she says, I'm Ray." She looks off to the sun, or to the, yeah, to the sun, and she sees the spirit of Princess Leia and uh, Luke Skywalker, and she smiles, and the old lady's like, "Ray, who? What's your last name? What's your family name? And she says... Skywalker, and she. That's the ending, and and that's the end. And they never have Finn reveal to her what he wanted to tell her uh, for some reason. And JJ JJ Abrams has said that he just wanted to tell her that he he was feeling the force that he. And I completely agree with you. It's bullshit. Which is bullshit. It's like a, you're about to die, and the what you want to tell someone is, hey, I might be a Jedi. 
it's something that I've been holding back forever. And then why would you be like so apprehensive to tell someone? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say what what I think of the whole situation. I feel like if it was a white actor playing Finn, uh, he would have confessed his love, and they would have been together at the end. Uh, that's just I don't. I don't know that for sure, but I feel that's how I feel. Um, and I wish that they, you know, if he wasn't going to be with Rose, why not have, you know, do that? I felt like this movie left me with more questions than answer. Agree. Um, visually, I guess it was great. Um, story-wise, honestly, it wasn't really consistent. It wasn't consistent at all. There was a bunch of... Stuff that was retconned, retcon, retconned. I'm sorry, on purpose. Or uh, it was a little confusing at times, and then a little hokey at other times. The the uh, whatever the pyramid triangle thing was super hokey. Um, uh, I I liked it. Like I was entertained, and I cried, and I liked the ending. I liked that that she carries on the Skywalker name. It, the I movie didn't. is Rise of the Skywalker. So she's the new Skywalker. I'm okay with that. It's like a double-edged sword. They advertise that this is the end of a, of the saga. So why is it called Rise of, a, of Skywalker? Why did she name herself Skywalker? Because it should end. No, the, the, they're saying that it's the end of the Skywalker saga. So I don't think that... We, we already said that Rey, Rey won't be back. They said that none of these characters will, will come back. And maybe they will, but at this point, and they they've said they've ended it a few times. So they should completely end it. That's they the, should just not while end they're it. making billions of dollars. They won't. Fuck. end it. <laughs> They'll never end it. Um, but whatever. I give this this movie one through five, uh, four point five. Really? It was good. I mean, four. You're confusing with your ratings. <laughs> you like. I thought the notebook would be higher with you, and then. And I was going to say four for Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, check it out if you want some closure that you're not going to receive at all. I liked it, and I cried, but not as much as I cried for The Notebook. Thanks, Cynthia. You're going to get a shout-out every <laughs> time I mention crying now, Cynthia. You tapped into an emotion of ours <laughs> that we didn't know existed. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, good movie. Good movie. Yeah, it, I liked it. Is what I feel about it, to be honest. We're going to take another quick break, and we're going to go ahead and close this episode, which will be the last episode of 2019, actually. Oh, sweet. Yay, we'll be right back. So, new music and DVDs out. Uh, December 19th, Western Stars is out uh, on the 24th. Judy, which we never saw. Uh, the Kill Team and Adopt a Highway. Uh, honestly, there ain't a lot of new reportable music coming out at the end of the year. Uh, not a lot of artists like to release release music uh, at the very end of the year for some reason. So there isn't anything to report. Uh, just a FYI, Judy, The Kill Team and Adopt a Highway comes out December 24th. <laughs> yeah, so you ready for uh, Six Degrees of Separation? Ready, ready, willing, and able. I'm going to give you um, Lupita Nyong'o and Rebel Wilson. Okay, hold on. 
Lupita Nyong'o, and Rebel Wilson. Um, Lupita Nyong'o was terribly, terribly, terribly underused as a voice actress in these this Star Wars trilogy that we just finished with Oscar Isaacs. Uh, Oscar Isaacs was in... He played Apocalypse in X-Men Apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, with James McAvoy, who was in Days of Future Past with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Hugh Jackman did, did Les Miserables with Anne Hathaway. And uh, Han- Anne Hathaway was in The Hustle with Rebel Wilson. Nice. That was pretty freaking awesome. And our fact of the week is the most profitable film of all time is Paranormal Activity. Really? Yep. And that's the fact of the week. And you can do whatever you want with it because it is not mine. It belongs to baby Jesus. <laughs> and talking about baby Jesus one more time, guys. We here at Press Play with Augie and Riz want to wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year's, because after this, you won't hear from us till 2020. That long? Oh yes. my God, next year. Oh, but don't worry. We'll be back soon. Thank you guys for continuing to listen to our show. We love to hear from you. You can send us an email at gopressplay.com at gmail.com or you can send us a DM at PressPlayAR. That's go press play the number two at gmail.com and PressPlayAR. We really enjoy providing new content for you, so please, please, please subscribe and like we said, contact us at those places. Once again, Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to us at Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Ho, 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 ho,